everybody. It's Pastor Jen here at the International Christian Fellowship Rome. I want to thank you for joining the online service today. As we finish summer and we move into this new season of fall and maybe new work uh, responsibilities and children's ministry and uh, young adult ministry here at ICF Rome and online, I want you to know I'm praying for you. This service that you're joining today is truly a moment for you to get refilled with the power of God for the next week. So I have prayed that as you enter into worship, as you enter into listening to the word of God, that you will say to the Lord, what do I need for this week that God will make me stronger, that will make my faith the living proof to those around me. So I welcome you today and I pray that God gives you a wonderful word of encouragement as you join the service. Hallelujah. Awesome. We should pray for that event. We believe in God for more souls to get saved. Yeah, the Lord told us to touch one, touch Italy, rich nations. Amen. How many of you did rest one hour more? Oh, you can't remember? <laughs> How many know that time has changed? <laughs> awesome, awesome. I thank God. I thank Pastor Jennifer for the opportunity. I thank God for the mentorship that uh, you're doing to us, Pastor. It's really working. I was one time when you asked Linda to lead on one of the Wednesdays, uh, when I came, she was very serious reading the Bible. I was like, Linda, today you are very serious, huh? Then she was like, she didn't tell me anything, but afterwards I realized that she was preparing. When you're given the opportunity to share the word of the Lord, it makes you be in the presence of God, pray, listen to God, and so forth. Today's going to be a family message. I really want you to be engaged. I really want you to listen in. Hallelujah. This year we have been looking at living proof. This year has been so awesome. I don't know about you. Every month I'm like, let it not end. Let it not end. We learned about lots of stuff. Uh, this month we're learning invincible. Uh, it's a month of invincible, invincible proof. Yeah, that's what we're learning. And then today we just thought of winding up this month by talking about protection. Hallelujah. And I want you, I'll be very personal to you guys, so I want you to know that this message, it's a family message. Because when it comes to protection, it is a family message. Hallelujah. I want you to know that God wants us to have faith in him, regardless. Sometimes we get to have faith because we heard someone talk about God. But we need to realize, go to the Bible, read, and we get to have faith for our own. Sometimes we need to see how Jesus does things and say, let me follow and be uh, like Jesus or let me ask Jesus is going to give me what I need. Hallelujah. There are two people in the Bible that Jesus said they have great faith. He endorsed them saying, you guys, you have great faith. Imagine Jesus endorsing people that they have great faith. It means they had great faith. But the surprising thing, you know, the common thing about those two people. The common thing is they were not even, in, in terms of gender, they were different. One was male, one was female. So it, there was a lot of things which was different among them. One was a soldier, one was not. Uh, they were not even people who were following so much the Bible, but they had one thing in common. They were Gentiles. They were Gentiles. 
the only thing they knew is when Jesus says something, it's going to happen. And if we are going to have the protection of the Lord, we need to be like those Gentiles. Because sometimes when we are Christians, not like you are a theologian, you tend to question everything. You know, God's protection, but you always put a but. But those two, they were like, Jesus, just speak a word. We don't mind. The centurion said, just speak a word. So the protection of the Lord is personal. You must believe the protection of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, we're going to have a good time in this place. Today we'll share on the protection of the Lord. Uh, invincible God means too powerful to be ever defeated. Too powerful to be ever defeated. Every time I read that catchphrase, I'm like, no, it, it can't just sink in. He's too powerful to be ever defeated. And the reason he's powerful, it's not that he shows off. He is God by himself. But one of the reasons he is powerful here on earth, it's because he wants to show that you belong to him. Everything that the Lord has, it is for you. It's like that story in, the Luke, uh, in Luke 15 of the lost son. Uh, the, the elder brother did not know that what the father had was for him. I want you to know that everything that God has is for you. When it comes to protection, you must believe God for protection. Believing for protection is everything. Hallelujah. If you believe that God is too powerful to be ever defeated, then you should believe in the protection of the Lord. If you believe in that phrase saying, he's too powerful to be ever defeated, then you should believe the protection of the Lord. Believing for protection is everything. I repeat, uh, Mark 9.23 says, if you can, say Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Everything is possible for one who believes. Are you not glad that God even helps us with our unbelief? Because when he said that to that father's boy, I'm sure the father's boy just went immediately. I was reading that, I was like, wow. This guy went immediately and said, the boy's, uh, the boy's father claimed, I do believe, help me with my unbelief. So he did it immediately. He didn't question. Sometimes we like thinking through lots of things. It happened to that person and that person. But you must believe God immediately. Hallelujah. His protection in our lives is daily. It's daily protection. I want you to know that we need to remain, we need to remind each other of our strong beliefs uh, when it comes to protection. The protection of the Lord is all rounded. It's all around. It's 24 hours, the protection of the Lord. He protects us in our daily lives. He protects us in our activities. He protects us from failing, from losing jobs, from losing businesses. He protects us from shame. It's not just your bodily protection. He protects you at your workplaces to ensure that you come up with good ideas so that the God's name is glorified. When they talk about you, they're like, oh, I think that person is a Christian. It's part of evangelism. The Lord protects everything that concerns us. We need to strongly believe on his protection in every area of our lives. In every area of our lives, we need to believe God for protection. I love this one. It protects us from shame. He protects us. Romans 10 verse 11 says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. It's in the Bible. Be like the centurion. Be like that woman. Just take it by the Bible. Don't question it. It's in the Bible. Hallelujah. Uh, quickly today, I want us to go and read Psalm 91. 
so that we just sink in this thing when it comes to protection. I'll talk about the protection of the Lord under Psalm 91, and I'll also talk about how we can walk in the protection of the Lord, how we can walk in the protection of the Lord, and we will be done. A call to Psalm 91 is a call to the Lord's protection and help. That's a call to Psalm 91. I've until realized that even in America, a call to 911 is a call to help. I believe Psalm 91 was written for the times that we are in. I believe, you know, scriptures, uh, the verses, they're not inspired by God. But I strongly believe that Psalm 91 was strategically put for the times that we live in. It was strategically put for the times that we live in. Hallelujah. Let's just delve into Psalm 91. I just hope I'll not be very excited. <laughs> but wherever I stop, I'm sure we are going to be blessed because every single verse of that, it is a blessing. If you are taking notes, please do take notes. Uh, if you have the opportunity to go online and just rewind and listen in, please do that. I'm just taking the opportunity as well to welcome people who are online. Please follow us and just comment if you can. Feel free. Hallelujah. Psalm 91. And we'll start from verse 1. The Bible says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. That verse is very full in itself. And that verse talks about intimacy with God. KJV says, those who dwell in the house of the Lord. Those who dwell. And dwell means to settle. It means to remain. It means what we learned last week, to be dependable on God as a disciple. That's what it means. It says, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Are you resting in God? Are you resting in 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 the finished work of God. <laughs> you know that verse, I was thinking about it most high. Imagine they say, ah, those who live in White House, in the palace, they are protected. I think we can understand that, no? You know, like, I, I'm sure a bomb can't eat this place. It's a palace. Remember that time we went to Madrid? Uh, yeah, when we saw the king passing, very protected. Any inch of someone running in, it could be a problem, protected because it's the king's place. But may I quickly remind you that you are not protected by the president or in, a, in that environment. You are in the very environment of God, yes. the most high, yes. the most high. You may look at yourself saying you're just alone, but you are actually in the most high place. Yes. You are seated with God. That's what the Bible tells us in Ephesians. Hallelujah. Rest in the most high. The protection verse starts by resting in God. It starts by resting in God. And some people, they use that verse to try to discourage people. They'll be like, you know, uh, those who dwell in the sacred place of the most high, they should pray seven times. They should do A, B, C, D. And then people, they get discouraged. But nothing can be further from the truth. When you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are seated in the Most High. And you should believe God for that scripture. Hallelujah. And that word, uh, Most High, it means Elion. Uh, that's what it means. Uh, the maker of heaven and earth. That's why we are seated in that place. 
Hallelujah. A call to Psalm 91 is not transactional. When it comes to Psalm 91, it's not transactional. It's about relationship. Those who live, it's about relationship. You have to live. It's not about, uh, let me quote Psalm 91 before I go this place. It's about relationship with God. Those who live, are you living in the house of the Lord, in the Most High? Are you living? And if you are, the Lord will protect you. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, awesome. Uh, verse 2 says, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. Hallelujah. This I declare about the Lord. This I declare. What are you declaring about the Lord? What are you declaring? What are you saying? You know, protection of the Lord is personal. He did not say this we declare. He said this I declare about the Lord. What are you declaring? Are you declaring that God gives you sickness sometimes and sometimes he lifts you up? Or are you declaring what he is declaring? Are you declaring God teaches you a lesson of some sort? Or you are declaring what uh, the psalmist is declaring about the Lord? He alone is my refuge. He alone. Not someone else, but he alone. It reminds me of a scripture that says some trust in chariots. Others trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. Others, they trust in their earthly connections, but we trust in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, saying the protection of the Lord is personal. It is personal. It's a personal thing. So we can convince each others, but at some point, there must be a point saying, Hey, my friend, what you believe, it's what you believe. I will stand by what I believe. There are some people you're talking to, they're like, you know, I just feel like I'll lose my job. I just feel like, you know, I'll get sick in November. I just feel like something in December will happen. Obviously, you preach to them, but uh, you can only preach that far. If they can't, you're like, oh, my friend, so sorry. So sorry. I believe that the Lord will come through for us. I believe that the Lord will protect us. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, the protection of the Lord is personal. Uh, verse 3 says, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. The Lord will do that. He will protect you from every trap. Not some trap, but every trap. Oh, not most of the traps, but every trap. Hallelujah. And from every deadly disease. And as... Uh, people who are in charge of the houses, husbands, uh, uh, wives, uh, as people who are in control of some sort, we, we must take this into our family. Saying, you know, as a family, this is what we believe in, guys. No, dead, no one is dying in this place. We are all alive in this place. Hallelujah. No trap will touch us. Yes, we may have a cough sometime, but we'll rebuke it will not say maybe it's God's will or not. You know, sometimes when you're praying for people and you're like, you know, it's God's will, it confuses uh, someone's faith. They'll be like, how am I going to know if it's God's will? If it's God's will, then let them get sick a bit more. <laughs> but from Matthew to John, in Jesus' story, in Jesus' life, you never see Jesus not healing, not Failing to heal anyone. He healed everyone. And if that alone can be your defender of some sort, 
let it be. Because Jesus came to be here uh, on earth to show us the heart of the Father. Hallelujah. To show us the heart of the Father. And we must believe God for that. Hallelujah. We have, uh, verse 4 says, He will cover you with His feathers. He will shelter you with His wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Hallelujah. Just like the hen covers the chick, that's what the Lord does. Imagine the hen, a big, big hen covering the chick. And every time you want to try to sneak that, the, the hen protects. But now it's God himself who protects you like that. Hallelujah. We have 24 hours protection according to verse 5. It says, do not be afraid of the terrors of the night. No, the arrow that flies in the day. So the night is covered. The day is covered. We have 24 hours protection. And we must believe God for that. Verse 6 says, do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness. No, the disaster that strikes at midday. Don't do that. Don't do that. I've got lots. I wish I could share some lots of testimonies with every one of us. But I believe we have seen these things in many people's lives, in many believers' lives. It really works. Hallelujah. Uh, verse 7 says, nothing can come near you. Nothing can come. Uh, it says, though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Amen. That's what it means. You know, that, that verse is so, so loaded. Though a thousand fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, it shall not come near you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must believe God for that. We must believe God for that. Uh, for all-round protection. You know, that verse literally means this. You know, because sometimes you think like you're fighting a thousand this side and ten thousand this side. But that verse means we have one enemy who is shooting. And when he's shooting, this side, people are dying. Or this side, people are getting affected. It's not just death. This side, people are getting affected. This side, things are going so wrong. This side, things are also going so wrong. And right hand, it means those who are very close to you, you will even hear, oh, such a thing has happened. But it will not come near you. And as a family of God, we must tell ourselves, saying, this is what we believe God I wish I could tell you that the world will get brighter. But Isaiah tells us it will get darker. That's what it tells us. It will get darker and darker. But the good news is, as believers, the Lord will protect us. We'll hear lots of things around us, everywhere. But the Lord is going to protect us. Hallelujah. Oh. Uh, then verse 9 says, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. Hallelujah. This is good for parents. If you believe God, I strongly believe that in your home, you are also protected. You are also safe. And listen, it says, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you or will overcome you. You, not the world, it's you. It's Psalm 91, it's so specific and very personal. 
it is about you. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'll just quickly, if you can, I'll just quickly skip some. <laughs> I know you're enjoying, but you have to read for yourselves. <laughs> Tell remember the protection of the Lord is personal. Angels are around you to protect you. Angels are around you to protect you. If you read verse 11, it says, For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. He will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. Angels are so powerful. They are more powerful than the physical people we can see. They are so, so powerful. As you are walking in that place, you are not alone. You are with angels surrounding you or around you. Like we sang today, his presence goes uh, before us, after us. We, we must grasp that, hallelujah. We must grasp that his presence goes around us. You know the story of Elisha in Second Kings 6 when he was with a servant. Uh, they were surrounded by armies. It's a nice story. They were surrounded by armies. And then the servant came out. He was like, ah, alas, my master, we are gone. I'm just exaggerating this part. My master, we are gone. We have all these people surrounding us. And they thought they were defeated. Then Elisha came back and says, don't be afraid. Those who are with us, they are more than those who are against us. Then he prayed, saying, God, open his eyes. Then he saw regions of angels surrounding him and the master. I want you to know that you have angels around you. You have angels around you. They'll protect you as you drive. They'll protect you as you do different stuff. Hallelujah. Oh, the Psalm 91. I wish I could do a bit more faster on it, but let me read one more verse. We're going to give each other's homework since we said this is a family. <laughs> yeah. 16, it says, long life, uh, uh, it practically says, long life is yours. I will reward them with long life and give them my salvation. I will reward them with long life and give them my salvation. That's what the Lord will do to us. Hallelujah. Other version says, I will satisfy them with long life. How satisfied are you? Are you satisfied at that age? If not, go on, go on. Uh, uh, people around you, we want to see you more. So you have to stay a little bit longer. If Jesus tarries, we have to live a little bit longer. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe in long life. Believe in long life. Long life here is not just quantity, but quality. How good is long life when you're always sick? When you're always uh, going to the medical doctor, seeking this and that. We must believe for long life, even in that verse, the way it's saying. And then it says, give them my salvation. It's actually Yeshua in there. Give them Jesus. Hallelujah. I quickly want to talk to us on how you can walk in this protection. Very, very fast. Very, very fast. Number one, embrace the gospel. Number one, embrace the gospel or embrace the Bible, embrace the beliefs of the Bible. Uh, according to Ephesians 6, uh, 10 to 18, that's the whole reference. But I'll just read 12 if we can. I'll just read 12 if we can. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. 
So it's not against your boss, your fight. It's not against uh, a people, but it's against the enemy. Hallelujah. And then verse 13 tells us to put on the armor of God. That's what it tells us. Literally, it's putting on the armor of God. It's not your armor. It's the armor of God. It's like I tell boss, saying, boss, can I put on your jacket? <laughs> it's the armor of God that we are putting on. And it tells us the armor of God. It tells us the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, the, the, uh, the sandals, which are the gospel of peace and the shield of faith. That's what it tells us, the helmet of salvation. I just want to bring this to, uh, to make it plain. Uh, this, these are just symbols. And when the Lord was talking about that, he literally was saying you must believe in these gospels. It's not like, oh, today, you know, I think I didn't tell the truth. So maybe my breastplate of, uh, maybe my belt of truth, I don't know. I think the enemy will attack me this side today. I believe the Lord meant we must believe in those gospels, the truth of the gospel. We must believe in the truth of salvation, the truth of righteousness, according to the gospel. And when we do that, the enemy will not come against us. Hallelujah. We must believe the word of God according to Ephesians 6, 17. Uh, if we are going to be protected by the Lord, we must use the word of God according to Ephesians 6, 17. When Jesus was tempted by the enemy, he did not say, you know, and that word of God literally means uh, the rhema word of God, the written word of God, like the one that we were reading. That's what we must use as a weapon. When Jesus was getting tempted, he didn't use the spoken word. He could have used it. He could have said, you know, the heaven was opened. And God said, this is my beloved son, whom I love. In him I'm well pleased. But he kept on saying, it is written. It is written. It is written. As much as we can say, I feel God say this, we must come to a point and why is it in the Bible? And we must use that. If the enemy is attacking you, maybe as I was speaking to you, the enemy is attacking you in different areas. You're like... How come I'm not seeing that area? Go to Psalm 91 and say, God, I believe you. A thousand may fall this side, 10,000 this side, but they will not come near me. Hallelujah. And by praying in the spirit, by speaking in tongues. That's what it tells us in Ephesians 6, 18. By praying in the heavenly language. That's what it tells us. If we are to be protected by God, we need to take advantage even of that faith. Hallelujah. Praying in tongues, praying in tongues. Quick facts about praying in tongues is it is a New Testament gift. He who speaks in tongues speaks to God according to 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. You speak not to man but to God. So how good is that? Hallelujah. He who speaks in tongues edifies himself according to verse 4 of that chapter I mentioned. You edify yourself, not just your spirit, but your whole self. Your physical, you edify yourself. You construct yourself in other words. Hallelujah. Speaking in tongues means build yourself up. It actually makes you, uh, your immune system goes up. According to research, which, which was done among people who speak in tongues, we, could, we wish we could go there. It literally builds you up. It makes you handsome. It makes you beautiful. <laughs> you can use all you use, but I also recommend speaking in tongues. According to 1 Corinthians 14, verse 4, edifies you. 
it builds you up. Hallelujah. As we are winding up, I want you to know that the protection of the Lord is personal. Uh, according to Job 3.25, what you believe comes upon you. It says, what I always feared has happened to me. What I dreaded has come true. What you fear, don't fear. Believe the Lord. According to Job 5 verse 19, it says, He shall deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven, no evil shall touch you. That means as you keep on believing God, it's not like you deliver you one, two, then up to seven. It means as you keep on believing God, you reach a level where no evil shall touch you. If you look at your life, some of you, hallelujah. If you look at your life, some of you, you could have reached that level in different areas where no evil can touch you. Hallelujah. Some of you, you are sickly when you're growing up. Oh, but the Lord has healed you. I look at my life. People don't remember a time when I felt sick. Uh, it, it's the last thing it crosses their mind because that scripture is true. He shall deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven. No evil shall touch you. You can be healed. You can be whole. You can believe in the Lord. Even as we are preach, sharing this word, I just want us to stand and just pray a bit more. Ah, the Lord wants to protect you. The reason the Lord brought this word to you, it's to remind you that he has his protection upon your heart. Whatever is happening around the world, in your family, you must know that the Lord will keep you. He will protect you. If you have a challenge in your body, yet we believe in God that you're well. Hallelujah. Let's just pray a bit more. Let's just pray a bit more. Let's just pray a bit more. If you have a very specific request, as I was sharing, just mention it. The word of the Lord comes with power to heal us. The word of the Lord comes with confirmation. In the name of Jesus, oh my mighty God, we stand with that person who is believing you for protection. In the name of the Lord, we stand with that person who is believing you for protection in every area of their lives. In the name of Jesus, hey, we declare that we are strong. We declare that we are healthy. We declare that we are whole. In the name of Jesus, among us, no one is feeble. No one is weak. In the name that is above every other name. Oh, my mighty God. We are protected from my mighty God. Uh, losing jobs. We are protected, my mighty God, from any kind of economic uh, tranche. We are protected, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Believe in the protection of the Lord. Believe in the protection of the Lord. Believe in the protection of the Lord. It is personal. I will say of the Lord is my refuge, my fortress, my God in Him I trust. In the name of Jesus, we speak healing upon our family members, upon our relatives. In the name of Jesus, we are getting stronger and stronger. The eyes that see will continue seeing. The ears that hear will continue hearing. In the name of Jesus, you provide the wisdom even to the doctors in the name of Jesus to diagnose that sickness in the name that is above every other name. Hey, hallelujah. 
Aleluia, aleluia. Praise the Lord. I am so very thankful that every time we hear the word of the Lord, he does something in our hearts and minds. So I want to invite you right now. Maybe there's been something in your life that has pulled you away from the love of Christ. Maybe you didn't remember that you are loved by God, that you are the proof that he is with you. And so right now I invite you to pray with me that Jesus would take control of every area and give everything back to God. Stop holding on to it. Put it in his hands and let him take care of it. So I invite you right now to pray this prayer with me to make Jesus number one in every aspect of your life. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it right there. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to take control of every area of my life. I give you all my fears, all my doubts, all my mistakes. I receive your forgiveness, Lord. I receive your new mercy. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will cling to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I also want to pray with those who have, are in need of a miracle. We have seen, really, the lame walk, the blind eyes open. We have seen prodigals come back home. And maybe today you've been watching online and you just waited till this last prayer because you needed the move of God in your family, in your situation, in your circumstance. I want you to know that as we pray, the power of the Holy Spirit is omnipresent. The angels in heaven are standing on guard and the Lord says, send them over there. Send them over there. Put a shield around that one. So agree with me right now for your miracle in motion. God is doing it. I want your faith to come alive. I don't want you to doubt or wonder if God sees you or hears you because he does. So Father, right now, I pray in the name of Jesus that that everyone who calls ICF Rome online and on campus, their church, that they would know they're not alone. They're a part of this family of faith where people are praying for them around the world, across the seas. I pray for the one who needs cancer healed. I pray for the one who needs diabetes healed. I pray for the one whose shoulders and hips are having joint and bone problem in the name of Jesus. I pray for the one who has turmoil in their family, that the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension would flow in that home right now, Lord God. You know the circumstances. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Emmanuel, God with us. So I want you to agree with me. You are my Jehovah Emmanuel. You are my Jehovah Rapha, my healer. You are my Jehovah Shalom, my peace. You are Jehovah Emmanuel. You are with me. So God, I bless your people. I pray that as we go into our workplaces, our learning places, our family places, that we would walk in with a new joy, a new hope, and a new peace that God's got this, and I am the living proof that God is at work. I love you. I thank you for being a part of all that we're doing here. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for the ways that you participate on Wednesdays and on Sundays. I love you. I pray you have safe travel wherever you're moving around, and that we'll see you next week online.